honor and glory, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for each and everyone here this morning, the families represented here this morning, our, our free at last ladies, and hopefully the men, Father God. And Father God, we just thank you for the message and the messenger, Father God. We thank you for the message that about to go forth, Father God, that you touch the pastor's mouth, Father God, to so when we leave here, we don't leave the same as we came, Father God. Father God, we want to pray as we watch the news, Father God. We want to pray for the suffering today, Father God. We ask for healing in their lives, Father God. Father God, we want to pray for anyone suffering today, Father God. We want to pray for the family members, Father God, of the ones who've been attacked by this violence that we see on a daily basis, Father God. We just want to lift this whole world up to you, Father God, as we see where which way is going, Father God. We pray that more people will bow their heads and bend their knees, Father God, and just give you worship. Just praise and glory all belongs to you, Father God. So, Father God, we just want to Thank you this morning, Father God, and we just give you praise, honor, and glory in the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone say amen. 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 All right. talk about the fact that God 
God is your anxiety slayer. <laughs> and so the scripture that we're going to talk about uh, or use to talk about this is the Lord is with me and I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. And you can find that in Psalms 118, verses 6 and 7. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. And uh, that's what he is. Father, we thank you for the word this morning. We thank you for your people this morning. And we plead the blood of Jesus Christ against the enemy as he attempts to distract and disrupt. We take authority over you, Satan. You're a liar. You're the father of lies. And we not, will not tolerate your interference this morning. And so we bind you up. Bind you up from the music. We bind you up from uh, the, the word of God being preached. And we thank you, Lord, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So anoint the ears of the hearers, Lord, and cause their hearts to be open to receive the word of God. And whatever I say or whatever I do, I want it to be pleasing in your sight. We know that it's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by the Holy Spirit of God. And so we thank you this morning and give you all the praise and glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so what we're going to do this morning is talk about something that uh, is very prevalent in this society. I don't even limit it to Christians. This uh, anxiety, another word for fear, is very prevalent in this world, let's say. Fear is one of the greatest uh, issues that people have. And so when we talk about anxiety, you must really understand what it really is. And know that God's word comes against fear. If you have a concordance at home or you go online and, and, and look at a concordance and pull up the word fear and see how many times it's mentioned in the scriptures. Pull up that word anxiety if you so choose. But uh, it's really fear that we're talking about. It's really that fear. And you know, this morning I woke up and the enemy started right on me when I woke up. And uh, I began to take authority over him and begin to plead the blood and begin to bind him up and shut down anxiety, uh, anxious for nothing. The Bible says that we should be anxious for nothing. And so we have to understand that. So you may not see it, but there's a battle going on. If you're not in the battle, thank God, but some of us are. A war of two worlds fighting for your heart. One side is Satan, and his army working tirelessly to fill your heart with fear and anxiety, draining you of your hope and your faith in the promises of God and fueling fear with lies and worry. But as children of the Most High, 
we have no reason to fear. I want to say that again. But as children of the Most High, we have no reason to fear. We can't allow anxiety to fill our hearts, to rob us of our full and happy existence. Jesus came so we could have life and have it more abundantly. We have to remember that, saints, that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So anxiety has no bearing in a place where the Lord dwells. Satan has no hold on you, and his schemes are no match for the Lord your God, who loves you and fights for you daily. So we're going to talk about five anxiety-crushing Bible verses. We're not going to talk about the anxiety the whole time, but we're going to talk about what to do about it. You see, when we talk about issues, we need to have a solution. We need to talk about what to do about it. You know, oftentimes people tell you all of this stuff, and then they leave you hanging because they don't give you any uh, encouragement uh, and any action. They don't talk about taking any action. They just leave you hanging with that information about fear and anxiety. So Satan has no hold on you. That's what we need to remember. And his schemes are no match for God. So God loves you and he fights for you daily. And so when we look at these five anxiety-crushing Bible verses, that we need to know that that will stop Satan dead in his tracks. You see, whenever you begin to speak the word to Satan, you're going to deter him. You're going to cause him to want to move away from you because you're speaking the word of God. So we look at Psalms 27 and 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dwell at? You see, this psalmist was telling us in this particular psalm that God is, the, is our light and our salvation. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And that's our salvation. Our salvation is that Jesus died for us. He was buried and resurrected on the third day. And he now sits at the right hand of the throne of grace. And so God uh, has made provision for us. So who shall I fear? Our fear says the psalmist. Who should I be afraid of, it says in some translation. Who, who should we be afraid of? There's no one greater than God. The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? And we do a lot of that. We dread going to work because we're having problems with somebody on the job. We dread going even to a, a NA or AA meeting because there's folks there that, you know, just don't seem to care for us, always trying to make us feel bad. You know, whatever's going on, I'm using that as an example, Lord. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, the Lord is the one that is the defense of my life. That's what the psalmist says. He said, Lord, the Lord is the defense of my life. 
the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? And then we go over to Romans 16 and 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. And that's where he belongs. He belongs under our feet. He belongs under our feet. We should not allow him to even have a conversation with us. When he starts to speak, we need to shut him down. We need to let him know that his place is under our feet. And we need to make sure we keep him there. Don't give him any room. There's a brother who sings a song and he talks about, uh, you know, don't let Satan ride because if you do, he'll want to drive. So we need to remember, we don't give him any space to get in our business, to get in our lives, to get in our conversations. And so then we look at Psalms 55 and 22. Cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. You see, we should not allow Satan to cause us to get upset, to cause us to be uh, fearful, to cause us to be shaky and get anxiety and have our stomach turning upside down with fear. We should never allow that because the scripture says that we shouldn't allow him. Uh, God doesn't allow him. So we shouldn't allow him cast your burden upon the Lord. Whatever that is that he's trying to tell you, that Satan's trying to speak to you about, you need to tell him to shut up. You need to tell him that God doesn't allow you to upset me. I know that God is mightier and greater than you are, and so he doesn't allow you to upset me. I'm not having any conversation with you today. I'm not talking to you today. And furthermore, I am not listening to you today. That's what we need to do. See, when we entertain his conversation, that's when he's able to put fear into us. So Philippians 4 and 6, of course, tells us just that. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Whatever we need, God has it. Further along in that scripture, it says that God will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So if that's so, we don't need to be anxious. We don't need to be nervous. We don't need to be fearful. Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you don't know what you're going to do, but the Word of God clearly tells us what God will do. And that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on what the Word of God says He will do for us. He will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So we don't need to be anxious. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer. We have prayer uh, uh, on Monday, 
Wednesday and Friday nights and Saturday evening we have prayer before our service on Sunday at 7 p.m. And we pray, we pray about what the, the needs of our people are, those prayer requests that you all may make. We pray about all of that. But in addition to that prayer, I also have been waking up at 5 a.m. like I used to when I was uh, on a secular job and even after I retired. Get up at 5 a.m. and pray with New Sweet Hall Church of God in Christ because Pastor Ma Albert Macklin, I call my pastor, and so I get up and pray with them. I just tune in, uh, get my, my phone and tune in and pray with them at 5 a.m. Sometimes I go back to sleep afterwards. Uh, most times I do. But then when I get up, you know, I'm already in an attitude of prayer because I've been in prayer with the saints. And so, you know, we need to have a real strong, healthy appetite for prayer. And we need to understand that prayer is communication with God. And we need to understand that as we pray, and give thanksgiving because we ought to thank God for waking us up. I never fail to thank God for waking me up in the morning. And before I go to sleep at night, I say, I thank you, Lord, for waking me up in the morning. That's a faith statement because, you know, you don't wake up because of that clock. That clock could go off until Jesus comes. If you are not breathing, you won't get up. And so we need to thank God for waking us up every morning. And we thank him for a good night's rest. I thank him for a good night's rest. So some of us don't sleep well. Some of us have to take pills to go to sleep. But honey, let me tell you, God is the best sleeping pill you will ever have. If you will spend some time with him before you will turn that light out and roll over, will find that he will, he, the Bible says he will give his beloved sleep. He'll help you sleep. Now, I'm not telling you not to take your sleeping pill because I don't want to. That's what you and the doctor do. But I'm telling you, if you want a good night's sleep, you ask God for it. If you want a good night's sleep, you have a conversation with him before you close your eyes. I have uh, all of this uh information that I use before I close my eyes. I have, uh, you know, uh, be able to quote some scripture, to say some prayers. I have some prayers that I say. So when I close my eyes, my head, my thoughts are full of God. Because a lot of times we watch stuff on TV. I'm never in that. Watch stuff on TV watch murders. I like law and order, y'all. I don't mind telling you that. So I need to get law and order out of my head before I go to sleep because somebody got killed, somebody got little kids and all that junk. You need to get that out of your head and out of your mind. So having a conversation with God will do that for you. Psalms 34 and 4. And, and I want to go back to that. 
I'm gonna go back to some of that stuff we watch on TV. Now, I watch Law and Order, and I watch uh, they get now doing reruns of Quincy. Some of y'all are too young to know about Quincy, but he's a pathologist in this in this program, and so he's dealing with autopsies and that kind of thing. But you know what? Some of that stuff y'all watch, and some of that music y'all listen to. It causes you not to be able to sleep well. Now, I'm never, and I'm admitting that I'm doing it. Listen to that mess, and it rings in your spirit all night long, and you wonder why you can't sleep. But you know, if you haven't talked with God before you go to sleep, have some scripture that you quote, an affirmation that you say, maybe, whatever it is, and I'll tell you, if you have a, 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 a computer or, you know, any of those devices, uh, you can go online and find prayers. So if you don't know what to pray for, you can find prayers for sleep. You can find prayers for waking up in the morning. You can find prayers for healing. Whatever you need, there's prayers. And until you're able to pray, uh, on your own, uh, with your own words, align the Holy Spirit to speak through you. Just pray those written prayers. That's better than, than wrestling with the devil all night long because you're trying to sleep watched all that shooting and killing. That's it. Amen. So I'm going to step on. So Psalm 34 and 4 says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. There's the big word, fears, fears, fears. We have all these fears. And so that's what we need. We need uh, to pray to the Lord. And the psalmist says, he answered me and freed me from all my fears. You want to get free of fear? You need to pray. You need to talk to the Lord to stay in communication with God. You need to pray in the name of Jesus. You need to plead the blood of Jesus. You know, that blood never loses its power. And so those are the things that's going to keep you with out, keep you in peace, keep you without fear. You know, that's what's going to do it. Not any of that other stuff that you think. Uh, you can listen to and go, let it go in your ear gates and in your heart and then lay down and you have a replay of all of that garbage. But if you spend some time with God before you go to sleep, see, we ought to practice spending time with God before we go to sleep. Spending time with God when we wake up. I'm telling you, 5 a.m., get up and pray. Oh, whatever time you have to go to work. When I had a secular job, I had to be at work at 8 o'clock. And so I got up then at 5 o'clock because I needed to spend time with God. The job I had was very stressful. I worked for the, uh, 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 the Human Services Agency of San Mateo County. And uh, I was a benefit analyst, not a social worker, but I handled the programs, the food stamps, uh, the money, cash aid, 
uh, and but you don't put money ahead of God. You don't put your children ahead of God. You don't put anything ahead of God because then you make it a God. That's what we have to understand. And so we need to understand that God is first in our life. If you are not putting him first in your life, if Christ is not the center of your life, then you're in a you're, you're, you're in a bad place. But we know that you all know that <laughs> Jesus is the Lord and Savior of our life. That if it were not for him going to Calvary, we would not be able to be saved. And so we we know that, but we need to share that with others. So my prayer today is that these verses will linger in our minds. That Satan has no foothold where God's children are speaking his truths. Let us pray today expectant. Let us knowing that God will move and he will answer. So we pray expecting. I come expecting when I come before the throne of grace. I come expecting when I ask God for what I need. I come expecting when I believe in God for my healing. I come expecting when I need deliverance. You see, we have got to have faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So hearing the word of God increases your faith. Hearing what God says about you in uh, uh, causes you to be encouraged, causes you to have faith. So we just want uh, to do that today. Uh, just, I want to do this little short prayer with you. Uh, I know that this teaching was kind of short, but it's okay because it's all about the word of God. And so we want to pray, dear God, Anxiety has no place where your love dwells. Praise you forever and ever in Jesus' name. So here's what we say. We say anxiety has no place. It has no place. You need to understand that. So you need to make sure that you know that anxiety has no place where Jesus dwells. No place at all. We don't have to listen to him. We don't have to be involved with him. He has no place where Jesus dwells. There is no room for him when your heart and your mind is centered on Jesus. And so thank God for you this morning. If you apply those principles in your life, that fear and anxiety is not going to be able to overtake you. Some of us uh, just have to fight to keep the devil from scaring us to death. We are worried about everything. And we don't allow God an opportunity to speak because we're busy allowing Satan to direct our lives with his threats with his threats, because he can't do nothing. 
you really can't do anything to us, y'all, unless we allow it. We have to open ourselves up to him for him to do anything. If we understand Second Timothy uh, 1 and 5, I believe it is, that says God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when he comes with those lies, again, I want to say to you, tell him to shut up and go back to hell. Now that's one time you can say go to hell and it's all right. <laughs> you can say, Satan, go to hell. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, you don't have to practice that, y'all. But what I'm saying is, if you want to tell anybody to go to hell, that's what you need to tell, because he's the one that's causing you all the problems. Oh, Lord, help me this morning. Y'all, some of y'all don't know me well, so you don't understand my sense of humor. But, you know, I have to laugh, because, you know, God makes it so clear to us. He makes it crystal clear. There was a president who used to say that. I can't even remember who that was. But he made everything crystal. Oh, that was Nixon making that crystal clear, and he was lying. <laughs> so anyway, we just want to make it clear that the devil is a liar, and he has no power over us. And we can tell him that in no uncertain terms. Satan your power is null and void. So I'm going to stop now. And uh, we're going to uh, have communion on next Sunday. I do apologize that we didn't, uh, I didn't send you a warning last night. But of course, we can have communion anytime. Do y'all know that? Now, in one group, uh, religious group, I'll follow them, uh, we don't ever want to be religious, y'all. And we don't want to be religious, okay? But one group, they take communion every day. They go to the church, they take communion every day. But taking it every day is fine if it is done uh, and it's not just a routine. You see, sitting at the Lord's table is very, very important is very precious because what we're doing is having a memorial service for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He has shed blood because he took a beating for us. You don't believe me. Isaiah 53 will tell you that. So the shed blood and the broken body of Jesus Christ. That's what we're doing when we take communion. And so it's not a ritual. It's not something that we take lightly. It is very important to sit at the Lord's table. And every so often I do some teaching on that because some people really don't understand why they're taking communion, let alone the seriousness of uh, sitting at the Lord's table. But anyway, it's time to close. And uh, I just want y'all to have a beautiful day today. If we have anyone here who doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you confess 
with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So that's what it takes to get saved. Romans 10, 9, and 10. It's good to read that chapter every so often. So it's Romans chapter 10. No, Romans chapter 9. No, it's Romans chapter 10. Shut up, devil. The devil's trying to get me to pay attention to him. Shut up, devil. It's Romans 10, chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Okay? That's where you find the information about how to be saved. Praise God. So we're going to ask Reverend to dismiss us. Y'all have a blessed day in the Lord. And let's continue to remain prayerful for one another. I see they got that balloon down, but I, I want us to continue to pray about that because, you know, germ warfare is one of the, the things that, uh, they're uh, say that, you know, it's going to become more and more uh, important uh, to our enemies. And so I just pray that there was nothing in that balloon uh, that would cause anybody to be sick or, or any of that. So the balloon is broken, but did it leave any residue? If it did, we're asking God to just take it away. Just move it out in the name of Jesus. All right, Reverend. Amen. Amen. Wonderful message. Wonderful day. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, the enemy always trying to work on things that he just can't control because he can't control what we do. And he can't unless we let him control. Uh, nothing worked for me this morning, but I was able to uh, 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 record this message. And it was funny because right before service, I had a friend that was texting me about depression and anxiety. And I, I sent her back once you got to talking, please join us. I see she didn't join us, but that's okay. I'm going to make sure she hear this message. And uh, I see and drill on here and uh wow what memories you know i used to uh her her kids is my godchildren. her kids and i haven't seen them i imagine they practically grown now but me and my fear uh, uh ex-fiance god rest her soul uh pastor you got a chance she came to church once before she passed away we i have videos of us in the park and just to see Andrea's name on there took away all that mess that the enemy was trying to throw at me this morning. It don't matter that my devices didn't work because God gave me several devices. So I put the other two together and I was able to record that message that you gave today. Uh, I was very glad to hear because anxiety and depression is going on big time right now. As so many people turn on the news and so many things are happening, whether it's close to home or far away, people have a heart and they feel what's going on. So thank you for that message. Andrea, thank you for uh, deciding to join us today out of all days. You brought a little joy in my life. I hope them babies is, well, they ain't babies no more, but I have to send you the video of me and the kids and, 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 and uh, my my fiance, I still gonna call her that at the park. So God bless you and, and amen for that message, Pastor. I, I thank you for it. It was a message well needed and well deserved for this day. 
And like we say, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what yes. the enemy do. That song, uh, 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 that song that we couldn't get through today. I won't go back. Can't go back to the way I used to be. Before your presence came and changed me. I love that. We all need to go on YouTube and find that song. I don't know the name of it, but that's a good song to listen to. See, the enemy wants us I to go back. I won't go back. The enemy wants us to go back. The enemy wants us to go back. But it's time. But God wants us to move forward. This is a new season. This is a new day. And God got a new plan for us. He wants us to move forward. Like I said, when I was giving a message last week, you can't move forward looking in the rearview mirror. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to keep your mind behind, you know, and you have to tell Satan, Satan, stand thee behind me. Pastor has preached a great message, so I'm going to shut up and close today because I want that message to linger and stick with us. Don't let the enemy, don't let the enemy climb in your mind and take over your thoughts. Because that's what he tries to do. The enemy here is to kill, steal, and destroy. He roams the earth seeking. He roams the earth seeking who he can destroy. That means he can't destroy you. He's seeking to destroy you. He has to find you and you have to let him in in order to destroy you. Amen. Thank you for that message. I'm going to leave it just like that. It will be on the podcast. If you need to listen to it again, please do. Father God, we just want to thank you today, Father God. We thank you once again for the message and the messenger because your word is always right on time. Your word always comes when we need it, Lord. We just need to know to listen, Father God. We need to open our ears and close our mouths and listen to your word, Father God, as it always comes on time, Father God. And Father God, as we dismiss, Lord, I just pray a hedge of protection over each and every one of us, Father God. I pray the hedge of protection over the family members that are represented here today, Father God. You know each and every one of us and you know our needs, Father God. So we just want to thank you, Father God, because we know that when we pray, that those prayers are answered, Father God. We may not see them in a microwave minute, but we know you hear our prayers, Lord. And we just thank you for it, Father God. We give you praise, honor, and glory because all the glory belongs to you, Lord. We give you thanks this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And everyone say amen. 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 All right, everybody. Good to see everybody. Y'all have a great day, a great week, and stay blessed. All right, Ashley. All right, Andrea, Zedric. All right, everybody.